Did you all hear that? I love the new song. Uh, the bass drop, it makes me want to uh, run through a wall. Uh, I'm fired up today, guys. It's a new year, which means uh, the Oklahoma Today podcast has a, a new season. It's a new song. It's a new look. But season five. What will happen to the gang this year? <laughs> a lot of exciting things, I think. I think uh, we'll probably explore Oklahoma. I think so. You think? I, I think so. Okay. Spoiler, spoiler alert. And look dang good doing it. Uh, well, it's a new year, new season but it's the, still the same old us and we love us yeah sorry and in fact we love <laughs> us so much that we have booked ourselves as today's podcast guest uh, we're gonna be talking about the new january february issue and the food worth the drive feature i can hardly wait for all that but first let's hear a word from our sponsor you are called to be bold. You have a right to the best wireless service, high-speed internet, and customer service at a price that you can feel good about. At Provida Wireless, we know this. That's why we put you and your community first. Provida Wireless, the power of connection. Well, our January-February issue is always a highlight of the year for me because this is our annual food issue and our Food Worth a Drive feature where we go all around the state and write some quick-hitting reviews for your future travels. Mm -hmm. uh, some years, Food Worth a Drive has a specific theme, and this year the theme was brunch and breakfast places. So for the next 25 minutes, we're going to talk about some traditional <laughs> breakfast foods. Go. But for our question of the week this time, we asked you to think outside the box, the cereal bowl, the waffle iron, or whatever breakfast implement you can think of. We asked what non-traditional breakfast, breakfast food should join the morning lineup. Nate, do you have any thoughts on this thought-provoking question? I'm hung up on where you said waffle iron. <laughs> <laughs> is it the way I said iron? Yes. Is that is that how you say that? Is that I think that's the uh, Oklahoma pronunciation. I don't think it is. Okay, maybe it's just the Ben Lucian. The I love that. Dialect. Don't ever change. The waffle that's... irony. <laughs> irony. That's a good band name. The waffle <laughs> irony. Wait, I said irony. Oh. No. Did I say iron? No, no. He was no, making a joke. You said iron. You uh, said iron. I don't know what I'm saying half the time, so... <laughs> It's hard to keep track. It's a good, it's good, good quality you have, it's in a good podcast host. I was going to say, it's good you're a podcast host. I don't know what I'm saying. Well, well I mean, I think that's pretty common. Yeah. Did you guys host. hear that Ben Lucian went on a rant? <laughs> it's all over social media. Anyway, uh, what well, about non-traditional breakfast foods? Non-traditional breakfast foods. Oh, I actually had a really good answer for this because it's something we make at my house all the time. Shakshuka. Uh, have you guys ever had yes. shakshuka? Oh, I love uh -huh. it. Shakshuka, yes. for people who don't know, is an Arabic African dish that's eggs, poached, and tomatoes sauce mm -hmm. and the tomato sauce is spiced with cumin paprika cayenne onions and peppers uh, we make it a lot at our house for Sunday mornings especially in the winter and it's easy to make and it's delicious um, and so shakshuka is my addition to the brunch yeah pantheon. that is a good addition and that is really a dish that you can have at any meal I yeah think. no it's good for any meal it's not just a breakfast meal but mm -hmm. we we usually have it like we have a like our kind of we make br brunch every Sunday morning mm -hmm. like we make it at our house we don't usually go out so but we try to keep it you know lively and so we try all new recipes but shakshuka has been one that keeps coming back yeah it's delicious that's a favorite of mine yeah Carly do you have a non-traditional breakfast item I do so one of the places that I wrote about for Food Worth a Drive was Ganache in Oklahoma oh, City. So it's a French patisserie. And if you order breakfast from there, it comes with a little salad. Mm. And it's just like, you know, romaine and some shaved something. I don't know. There's a couple little vegetables, carrots in it and stuff. And it's just such a nice way to start the day. Like, I'm probably not going to make myself a salad for mm. breakfast, but if I have one with breakfast, I just yeah. feel like, oh, I've already eaten something healthy today. Nice. I usually have a smoothie every morning and I put a big handful of spinach in it because you uh -huh. can't taste it and it's good for you. Uh -huh. So that's kind of my version of that. I really that's think good. we could fit some more green things into breakfast. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Uh -huh. Usually pretty sparse in that category. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, Megan, what about you? Uh, well, I think we can all take control of our lives and eat whatever <laughs> it is we want for breakfast. We are adults. <laughs> at any point, and I do that. Um, if I were creating a menu or something, I would put pie on it. Cause That's good. Mm -hmm. I think That's pie good. is great at breakfast. I mean, it's like, fruit covered in like a bread type. Yeah. It's like a stuffed pancake. I mean, a lot of breakfast foods are pretty uh, much like dessert anyway, yeah. so why not just eat pie? A real? lot of our social media people agreed with you. This I, is a popular answer. It was on a popular, oh, was it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 Well, 
See? <laughs> well, Megan is, a, she's a person of the people. Yeah, she knows. So she knows. Sense. She's True. got her finger on the pulse of America. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, what about you, Ben? What 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 is your addition? Well, I'm gonna go with it's a bit of a <laughs> a classic non-traditional answer. <laughs> I like that you've already cracked <laughs> yourself up before you even said it. I know. Um, but uh, cold pizza, I like in uh, the morning. Amen. Um, yes. Amen. I actually had thought about at one point, like a zillion years ago, was like they should open a restaurant where it's cold mm-hmm. pizza and it's only open for breakfast. Yeah. Mm. Right. I mean, so many um, pizza places do just have left. Over pizza, yeah. it would um, be called hangovers. That they taught uh, good, good one. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, a lot of pizza just gets tossed out. Yeah, but instead they could uh, start having mimosas and be open for uh, brunch. I you think know? this is the future. Mm. I think the pizza should be discounted if they're not going to heat it up. No, <laughs> uh, no that is, you got to pay a premium for that. Yeah. Refrigerator yeah. pizza. I know exactly. the Wedge used to have breakfast pizza. It was mm-hmm. hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was good. Sorry to disappoint you guys, but uh, <laughs> it was it, good. It was good though. It, yeah. it was yeah. good. Yeah. I don't know if I they still go, have it. I saw they, they reopened. Don't. I, oh. Yeah, I don't think they do. Oh, okay. oh well. Oh well. We still love you, the Wedge. <laughs> yeah. I think the guy who did that passed away. So. Aww. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, on that. Sorry. <laughs> what did our, What do people on social media say should be added to breakfast? I'd say. Uh, Marilyn Parker Hiley, this was a good answer, I liked it. Uh, my paternal grandmother made pies all the time. They were available at every meal. She foraged and canned, so fruit pies slash cobblers were often on the table. She made every meal with her wood-burning stove, even though she had an electric that her kids bought for her. Hmm. So pie at every meal, Megan. Made on nice. a wood-burning stove. A wood-burning yeah. stove. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It really is. I like that. I bet those were some uh, That's good. High quality pies. Yes. My dad used to make jelly, and so sometimes mm. breakfast was it was kind of was like having pie for breakfast. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I like having ooh there there should be more restaurants that give you just a wide assortment of uh, jellies and jams. And I agree. Stuff. You know, we have a honey bunny which we love. Mm-hmm. I do yeah. at neighborhood jam. Like, yeah. When you also get great. biscuits, they give you you can get like basically a flight of jellies mm-hmm. that I really enjoy. Well, if you're called neighborhood jam, you really ha- should yeah. have yeah. some jam. Yeah. No. Yeah. I expect I jam when I go to neighborhood jam. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, Lynette Parmley said, definitely pie and coffee, especially Great. cobblers. Janon mm-hmm. uh, Hibbard said, antipasti, salad greens, and cheeses. That's great. Cheeses. German, antipasti is a great idea. Germans love eating like cheese and like mm-hmm. heart the, mm-hmm. with bread and yeah. butter. And yeah. Oh, I love, I love a European breakfast. Yeah, same. Charcuterie yeah. style. Yeah. Same. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Anna Montgomery said chicken fried steak, breakfast pork chops. You can do, you can get those things for breakfast at Cattleman's. Yes, I'm yeah. pretty sure in Oklahoma those are those are breakfast foods in Oklahoma, <laughs> not yeah. nationally, but here in the state. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Uh, Jennifer Cates suggests cheesecake. Um, I like that. I That's, mean, if pie, if pie works, yeah. Uh-huh. If, if you can, I, yeah, we can't we can't start picking and choosing what sweets we're gonna let through here. No, Skittles, yeah. Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why hey, not? you laugh, but a Twix makes a really good breakfast. So does yeah. a Snickers. Hey, man, if you're on the road. I remember you making fun of me for having a popsicle and coffee for breakfast once. I did make fun of you for you that, were and like, I continue to we do need so. To talk about your health. <laughs> you could chop up a candy bar and like mix it with granola and put it on yogurt, and it could still be kind of healthy, but. In high That's school, amazing. In high school, I used to have uh, peanut butter M&M's every day for breakfast mm. from the vending machine. Oh. In this latest issue of the Curbside Chronicle, they have a whole thing about coffee, and one of the people they talked to said that his favorite way of making a cup of coffee is to melt the three musketeers into one. Wow. <laughs> you know? I didn't even know you could do that. I mean, it's really not different than what they put in a lot of coffee. Yeah. Like yeah. a mocha or something like, no. is, is just chocolate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was at the Gazette, they used to make... Just throw like, it all in They there. used to take like a cup of coffee and put a packet of hot cocoa powder in it. Oh, that's smart. And mix smart. that up. Yeah, oh. I like, I like that. <laughs> it was not good. It wasn't? No. Oh, well, it sounds good. Uh, it got your, it got you past a deadline. I'll say that. <laughs> it didn't taste like anything uh-huh. but that you wanted to have in your body, but it it was caffeinated. Heavily. I do like dipping the uh, classic Hershey's milk chocolate bar into my coffee. That's it's okay. A, it milks mm. it just enough. I, okay. Great. 
Yeah. Well, I've never done I've never done candy bar and coffee, but Mm -hmm. we'll have to try that. I'll have to try that. Usually around Christmas time when I get the chocolate gift. I have some baby Twix in my snack drawer here. Maybe we'll get those out in a minute. I've still got some coffee left. Maybe we'll get those out. Yeah, that's a good idea. What else do people say? I want to hear what you all think about this one. Angela Emery Vaughn said fresh grilled tuna. Hmm. I love fish yeah. for breakfast. There's um, Joey's Cafe um, on May, and in Edmond has salmon as a, a breakfast option. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I I don't do pork, so I love it when a menu has any kind of like mm-hmm. alternative type meat for yeah. breakfast. So I would I would be totally yeah. down for that. Well, like a salmon and lox bagel yeah. is a uh-huh. great breakfast, yeah. right? Like that's delicious. Some cream cheese. Mm-mm. I could eat some sashimi for or for for Christmas. <laughs> I could no, eat it for Christmas. Seriously, for I breakfast. would absolutely eat that. Isn't for breakfast. Sashimi for Christmas, a flaming lip song. <laughs> Probably. It should be at least. Um, Pam Ferguson said, definitely not pork and beans. So, Well, no. then she's going to hate Irish breakfast, which we're going to talk about later. And Well, maybe we should talk about it right now because we're uh, out of reader responses. Um, well, so uh, now that non-traditional breakfast is out of the way, we talked about a lot of places that yeah. set the standard when it comes to breakfast. Yeah. Uh, so Nathan, it was sort of your idea to go with this brunch theme. Uh, what sort of led you to that for Food Worth a Drive this year? Mental illness. <laughs> Deep-seated mental illness. Untreated psychosis and ADHD. Um, no, I just love bread. It's my favorite meal. I love breakfast. I look forward to breakfast. As soon as I get up, I'm like, when do I get to eat? Mm-hmm. Um I, yeah, it's just, a, I love it and it's, I just seem like fun and, uh, but I do, I kind of regret it now because I feel like everybody's favorite breakfast places aren't in there. I hope their new favorite breakfast places are, but we didn't go to most of the like major Oklahoma favorites. Like yeah. we, uh, people already know. Cattleman's is kind of the closest well, we yeah, came. I know. Yeah. I did go to Cattleman's. But that's a breakfast worth talking about. It I is. mean, it's the only place in the state, you don't mention the story, but you can get brains and eggs for breakfast at Cattleman's. No, they took it off the they menu. They took it off the menu. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, they took it off the menu was because it. it was not, it was popular among people that were kind of, you know, grew up maybe depression era, they yeah. said. And it just, uh, after COVID, um, it just, they just took it off the that menu. That makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, there are still plenty of reasons to go to Cattleman's yeah. and eat breakfast. It's very, what I like about going there in the morning is like, you know, it's still busy, but it's not like a, it's not the mm-hmm. rush that you see at dinner. Like yeah. it's got this, you know, I like to go places for breakfast where I can, I feel like I'm sort of like, ways, you know, settling into mm-hmm. the day. Like, yeah, um, and that's a really low key, you know, you have all these regulars in there that, that they know by name. And mm-hmm. then you also have like people, tourists coming through who want the cattleman's experience. And, you know, you can go there and get a big old steak for breakfast with eggs and whatever else you want to throw on there. I'm, they'll give you some pie too. Hmm. Um, Their so, coconut cream they, pie is amazing. They yeah. do, they offer a breakfast buffet, right? They do on the Saturdays. weekends. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I need yeah. to hit that up because I used to love the Ingrid's breakfast buffet. Oh, oh, I miss yeah. that place. I, that was another place I loved to go, <sighs> but it is gone. I so. know, and it's not coming back. It makes me yeah. so sad. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's a good one, though, because Cattleman and those biscuits at Cattleman's are great. Oh, like, yeah. That's a really nice. Yeah. But I, I liked your point, though, because if I'm going to go out to breakfast, I want to, I do, I want to take my time. Yeah. Like, like they're. If I'm going to, like, scarf breakfast I can do that at home I want to like have a nice leisurely Uh time and I feel like most of the places we picked in the I feel like most of these are pretty like low key I mean some of them are you know there are certain brunch places where it's like you know you stand in line and it's Mm-hmm. You know, it takes an hour and a half. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I usually don't go to brunch. Like I tried yeah. to go to Cafe Cacao, a which few is weeks delicious, ago, and it is delicious. But man, it was intense yeah. trying to get in there. Like, yeah. it feels like a competition when you're going to brunch sometimes. <laughs> so, I, I was, yeah. I don't like to feel like I'm brunching in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, Dallas has yeah. great brunch options, they but do. it is just insane from the second places open mm-hmm. to they when they close. Yeah, so. but oh. and Cafe. Cacao has great brunch for yeah. the record. Yeah, they do. They do. Their food is amazing, but yeah. I just, I'm not waiting two hours for any food. I just am not. Like, if I'm already at the restaurant, I'm hungry. I want to eat. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, there's places I like. They'll be like, it's a 45 minute wait. I'm like, let's go somewhere else. Yeah. Because, 
Well, uh, Carly, <laughs> um, did you have a favorite place out of all the ones that you went to? Oh, that's so hard. Oh, actually, no, I do. Um, I I love ganache, but I talk about ganache all the time. <laughs> so uh, just waffling mm, in Stillwater, uh, yeah. they have like so many different toppings to choose from. They have five different kinds of waffle bases to choose from. Um, I mean, I did the math on it, and you can have like something like a thousand different combinations of waffles. Oh, wow. And the one that I got was was um, it had raspberry compote and lemon curd and I think maybe pecans on it or something. Oh my gosh. It was, I'm not a big sweet breakfast person because it kind of, I just can't start my day with that much sugar, but I will start my day with that much sugar for that waffle. It was so good. That place was amazing. I really I was with you and I I had like the banana peanut butter Uh uh pecan. I know mine had pecans I think it was bananas foster. Bananas foster. That's Uh so good. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Uh I would go back there any day. Do they uh-huh. have uh, savory options as well? Yes, yep, they do. They, they do. have like a jalapeno cheddar waffle. Mm-hmm. They have like mm. chicken. You can get chicken like four or five different ways, including like blazing buffalo. I mean, it's just any any flavor you're looking for, any kind of waffle, they can probably build don't it they have, Don't they use like a, a cornbread mix on the jalapeno uh, one? Yeah, so I it's like... really intrigued uh-huh. by that. Yeah, it's like really... It's it's very substantial. It, uh-huh. It's like a very... It's a very filling breakfast. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. one I of the places place. I went to, uh, Joe Mountain Breakfast Bar in yeah, Medicine, uh, Park. Medicine Park, they they, uh, speaking about different kinds of waffles, they have what they call a, a, a baffle, which is a biscuit mix in a waffle iron. Oh, um, yeah. Yes. This I like really that interesting. idea. Yeah. It was really good. I had this, uh, they call it the mayor, and um, what they do is they put um, a, saus- a sausage uh, patty and uh, a couple of uh, poached eggs on top of their waffle, the biscuit waffle, and they cover it in the uh, the white pepper gravy. Mm. Yes, uh, really good and really filling. And I liked, um, you know, uh, biscuits and gravy is an Oklahoma classic. Yeah. Um, and it was interesting having it in uh, the waffle form because, I don't know, I just feel like it was more uh, spread out because mm. it's like a 7-inch uh, waffle. Yeah. So okay. wow, yeah, wow. it's an interesting mm. way. It is a bit of a new twist on uh, the classic biscuits and gravy. <laughs> I love it. Cover mm. anything in good gravy. And I'm, <laughs> I know, there. right? Yeah. Good gravy, uh, good gravy diner. It's yeah. not, it's not in the story, drive, but it but sure is good, though. It's a great place for breakfast. It is. Yeah. It is a great place. And, like, honestly, people don't need to know about that place. <laughs> like, I mean, so many people know about about it already like if you go That's there true. on any day in the weekend friday saturday and sunday you're probably going to wait a little bit although yeah. i won't lie i will wait it's like, more, yeah a it's little bit for it. that yeah, it's good it's really good um, they have 47 I think like 47 different types of gravy. That's mm, that's wow. so many gravies, I know. I including to, chocolate. I didn't even know there were that many types oh, of gravy. I need to have are. like a punch card. Um, <laughs> well, but they, I, uh, I did like, though, that we had like all different kind like every like I feel like almost every place had like something that was kind of wild, like kind yes. of crazy. So mm-hmm. that was fun. So I like the baffle. Yes, I like the cool. baffle. Uh, did you guys have a... Um, like a drink with your, because I know bre- for me yeah. breakfast is as almost as much about coffee drinks yeah. and teas mm-hmm. and stuff as it is. Did you guys have any great drinks? Well, at uh, Volare and Enid, which was my personal favorite of all the ones I went to, um, really nice establishment. Uh, they have a rotating like specialty coffee drinks menu, mm-hmm. and one of them um, that they have that they always keep on the menu is called uh, the foxtail. Hmm. And um, it's it's just sort of a uh, kind of a standard latte, but it's got uh, orange zest in it, hmm. which is really, I've never had orange with coffee before, um, but it was really good. It sounds um, good. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So um, for Valare, and they also, um, their whole theme is like having different kinds of flights available. Right. Like you can get an egg... Ex Benedict flight. They have, they have uh, mimosa flights. Um, a lot of different opportunities to sample various things on their menu. Um, so if you have a, a a group of people, it's a good place to go to kind of get a little bit of everything. That's awesome. 
I really want to try that place. It sounded really good when you wrote about it. Were there any other, like, drinks that stood out to anyone? Um, Buffalo Grove in Lawton has a strawberry muffin and a blueberry muffin latte. And um, even if you are not big into, like, sweet coffee drink, it's Mm -hmm. it's really not that sweet. And it is, I mean, they taste like a muffin. They do, yeah. It was so good. It was. I'm I'm that person. I'm not into sweet coffee drinks. I want my coffee with a little bit of milk in it, and that's it. And that was amazing. Uh It was so good. That place was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like everything we had there was, oh, yeah, so good. They make their own mocha sauce. They make all of their own baked goods. The owner's mm-hmm. mom actually bakes the baked goods. They make if you order a breakfast item from there, they're like cracking eggs in oh, the back and cool. stuff. Yeah, like it's, reading about it, you can tell it's from the heart. Uh huh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Totally. I love that. I love that. Nay, I wanted to hear more about, uh, we talked a little bit about Irish breakfast, oh, but we yeah. haven't, you haven't really Kilkenny's. discussed Kilkenny's yet. Yeah, I had Kilkenny's in Tulsa. I went up on a Sunday and had, had brunch there. It was so good. First of all, like, I mean... I don't know. I don't know how much I've ever talked about on the podcast, but I did spend a fairly significant amount of time in Ireland for someone who wasn't born there. Uh, I mean, fairly significant, a little bit of time. Um, but it did. It felt like an Irish. It felt like mm-hmm. a real Dublin pub. Like it was indistinguishable. Checks all the boxes. Inside. Yeah, totally, totally checks. I mean, except for being full of Irish people, it totally checks <laughs> yeah. all the boxes. It's full of Tulsans who are great anyway, uh-huh. so that's fine. Um, but the food was awesome. I had the I had the standard Irish breakfast, um, and I knew that's what I wanted to write about when I went because I knew we wouldn't be writing about that anywhere else in the story. Um, and it was great. It was you know. Irish breakfast is sausage and black pudding and uh, beans. <laughs> so if you don't like pork and beans. Yeah. Um, and rashers, which are like Irish bacon. And um, there's a whole like kind of liturgy to it. And it kind of comes and goes what's on potatoes. it. But uh, potato. Yeah, yeah. Fried potatoes. Well, and a tomato. Yeah. And right? a tomato. A uh-huh. whole yeah. roasted tomato. A whole, well, just like a couple slices like a slice. of roasted Oh, did tomato. they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's okay. not like a whole tomato. It's like slices of tomato. But um, my favorite's always the sausage. Uh-huh. I love it. I'm not a big fan of the black pudding. I could take it or leave it. But everything, it was you know, even that was for black pudding. It was really good. Mm-hmm. So I love that place. Yeah. Um, they have great box tea. I've been there. I mean, I'm, that's one of my mm-hmm. Tulsa staples. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you're not into Irish food, there's a ton. There's a ton. Great, like they have Benedict's and Huevos Rancheros and Chilaquiles and all kind of stuff for brunch. Didn't you also go? Um, you went to the tavern in Tulsa? Is I that did. Right? Yeah. Uh, now that I, that, I really want to go there. I that is there like yet. possibly my favorite brunch in Oklahoma. I don't know. It's it's way up there. I won't say that I have one favorite, but it's one. And it's on favorites. our cover. It is. And it's on our cover. Yes. Of our they have great cocktails. They do. Yeah. And that tavern, the burger there is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like, the tavern burger is so good. And their current menu is kind of inspired by a trip that the chef Austin took to Arizona with his fiance. Mm-hmm. So everything kind of has a little bit of a Santa Fe nice. tilt to it right now. And so I, I would love to go up and try that. But I love that place. Everything there is... I've had brunch there so many times over the years, and I've never had one bite that was anything but perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the tavern. Yeah, it's on my list to try this year. Definitely do. For yeah. sure. <clears throat> uh, one place that I went to that I've got to shout out is uh, I Smell Bacon in Eufaula. <laughs> First of all, best name of a restaurant. Best name of a ever. restaurant. I mean, I knew we had to get I Smell Bacon yeah. in this feature. Well, it's a really um, standard um, sort of diner, but everything there is... It's like so well done. I was super impressed. Um, of course, their their bacon uh, is, is well, in the name. Their bacon so better be good. It, it, it was better at least really smell good. good. There's honestly, there's some places I don't even get order bacon a lot of my breakfast because sometimes it's just not that inspired. Uh, but theirs was really good, uh, really substantial. It had a good chew to it. Like mm. I don't like bacon that's like uh, overly crisp. Mm. You know? Oh, see, I, I, like I like a good crispy yeah, bacon. I like yeah. some practically burnt bacon. Yeah, same. You know, I, I think sometimes that, that's good, but I like it with a little bit of a, uh, I don't know, a more, more of know a who, Jack Link's chew. You know whose bacon you would like is Brahms. Brahms is very mm. chewy. It's almost I, ham. Yes. yes. Yeah, it's really good. I do like Brahms. Yeah. I mean, I'm so. not going to turn down any kind of bacon. That's another one of our Sunday things is we make breakfast sandwiches with Brahms bacon and English muffins. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like Megan said, I'm not turning down any bacon. I'm just saying. Uh, we have our preferences. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And Uh-oh. there's a gas station next to I Smell Bacon. Yeah, and guess it's what it's called? Well, you all know. You read it. It's I smell called gas. I Smell Gas. Yes. <laughs> uh, the perfect name. Um, the owner, it's, um, it's changed hands um, from the, the owner who originally owned it, but... Um, Shout out to that owner. A very creative person. Mm-hmm. Um, we appreciate you. Yeah. 
Totally. Uh, let's see. I love that. Um, there were a lot of diners. Did you guys have any good? Like, I mean, everybody, we all love a good diner breakfast. Do you guys mm-hmm. have any good diners that you went to? Araceli's in yeah. Uh, Altus. Yeah. Um, it was really good. It is, their their menu has like a very Mexican flair to Mexican-American mm. flair. They have like lots of fajita omelets and, Ooh, and things like that. That's good. And I, I mean, who's going to be mad about Mexican for breakfast? <laughs> so it's filling. And you get more vegetables and stuff because there's like lots oh. Of That's onions true. Peppers, and peppers yeah. and all kinds of stuff in there. So, yeah, I loved it. And the thing, but my favorite thing about that place was that um, they try to keep it really well staffed. So there's not, you're not yeah. going to be waiting very long to get in. And like, even though they're they're typically really busy, they, they get people in and out really fast. And you don't feel pressure to leave. Yeah. It's just that they're, the service is so good. You're being taken care of very quickly. That's so, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it was a great, great place to go for breakfast. Awesome. In um, one of the places I went to in Owasso is uh, the Mad Eats. Yeah, this place sounded crazy. It, it sounded so fun. Mad. So <laughs> it is. It's a diner, but it is um, sort of inspired and whimsical. Um, I one of the things that they really um, they have a lot of very Instagrammable food. Mm. Their um, their Mad Mary, their Bloody Mary combinations are just ridiculous. You have to go to their Instagram account to yeah, see this stuff. I fact checked this, and she was talking about they have like corn. They put like a foot dog, foot long corn dog on it, uh, and like yeah, a multiple full on hamburger, multiple meals. Yeah, in this, this a Toyota Cressida. Like I don't know, they put everything <laughs> in their <laughs> their Bloody Marys. Yeah. Do you guys like a Bloody Mary? Are you fans of a Bloody Mary? I do like a Bloody Mary. I don't have them as often as I should. Yeah. Yeah. Really. I um, prefer mimosas. Same. Yeah. I, Something I, sweet cocktail. That's yeah. what I would order at a restaurant, yeah. But if um if I'm like going to a friend's house and they have like a, a bloody Mary bar, like that's I mean those are good yeah. friends. Again, <laughs> I, know, right? I will I will like bacon, I will <laughs> drink a bloody mary if you give yeah, me one but i have my preferences yeah same um yeah i'm probably more of a mimosa guy but the bloody mary is really good at mad eats they also have these amazing uh milkshakes mm. that are just like covered in all sorts of uh candies and and sweet things uh, i really recommend a trip to their instagram do they, it's yeah. very over the top do they very have cool booze in their milkshakes i can't remember you can get mm-hmm. booze okay. milkshakes and non Nice. Yeah, so bring the kids. <laughs> I love having the option. That's cool. Uh, yeah, your yeah. kids can choose whichever one they want. <laughs> hey, they'll sleep real good on the way home. <laughs> we do not condone giving alcohol to minors on the Oklahoma Today podcast. But we do not. No, no. of course not. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. So the January-February issue, we also uh, talked a little bit about um, some of our favorite museum restaurants. Yeah. yeah. This was a fun. I was glad we did this. And, story. and this most was, of them were Native American. And most of them turned out to be Native. Well, I know it was a hard story to do because like Philbrook has an amazing restaurant but they were retooling uh-huh. while we were doing the story yes. so we couldn't cover them. Gilcrease is closed. Gilcrease is closed. Yeah. Um, same thing with Cowboy. They just I literally just saw a commercial for their restaurant but they were retooling it while mm. we were working on this story. So like all the museum restaurants we couldn't cover. And Price Tower seems to be in kind of a, like a transition. Same thing. They're in a transition. Yeah, all I know all the things like that yeah. we got right up to the time to work on this story and everybody was like oh we took it we closed it for a little bit so we could fix it and now that like literally the second the issue comes out they're all back open. <laughs> so neat. But they are good restaurants though all oh of them. yeah yes. yeah very good Absolutely. restaurants yeah megan um wait you went to the, i went to the chickasaw you cultural. went to the chickasaw cultural center i couldn't remember if i, I know and then so carly you went to choctaw yes okay so we have a lot of native and then greg went to fam mm-hmm. um r.i.p not r.i.p he's still alive <laughs> he's still alive he's just not here greg's yeah. you're alive right greg um, <laughs> but, I, but i loved this because and so i was thinking about this this weekend um on cbs sunday morning they had a whole thing about native cuisine native cuisine is having such a moment mm-hmm. i'm so happy about this yeah. what should. Right? Mm-hmm. Totally as it should. And Nico Albert Williams, who was in our last food issue last year, we just found out was Leo Di- Leonardo DiCaprio's personal chef on the set of Killers of Fire Moon. Oh, oh I'm not that's... surprised. If I could afford to pay her to be my personal chef, you better believe I would. Her food is amazing. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's yeah. really cool. So, what did you guys have at Choctaw and Chickasaw that you liked? Like, what? I feel like they're they sounded very different. I feel like people would assume they were very similar. They but have they seemed some. Very different. There's definitely some overlap, yeah. but there's a lot different too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, at because Aimpa, the Chickasaw one, it just reopened. They just redid it. Can you it, right? say the name of that again? Aimpa. Aimpa. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. But I d- like. I can't. Rem- I don't know. Okay. Um, 
which makes me feel bad. But AMPA, like, I, I feel like everyone pronounces it a little bit yeah, different. Same. I'm, I know that there is a correct way to pronounce it, but I always call it AM, AMPA, which is probably wrong. Anyway, my whole... Uh, what I'm getting at is that uh, one the most popular thing that they have at their restaurant is the Chickasaw Special, and that is an Indian taco, pashofa, grape dumplings, a soft drink, and oh, is there something else? I thought that was it. I thought I it was the taco pashofa, which is like cracked comedy. Cracked comedy. What about banaha? Does it come with the. No, the it does not t- come t- with banaha. Okay. That's a separate appetizer. Okay. What is banaha? It's It looks like little tamales, but Ooh, yeah. um, it's, it's sort of like tamales, but without a filling. Okay. And then at Chickasaw, they give you uh, salsa to dip it in. Mm, and then, good. yeah, no, and then they have these pulled pork nachos that look basically like an Indian taco except with pulled pork and they're on chips and it's really delicious they have salmon if you want that they have salad um I was really oh oh I'm forgetting the venison stew yeah comes oh, with yeah. fry bread and that was my favorite thing that's the thing I'm I love try. a good stew and wow I've had the chicka- I've really been there good. twice I've had the Chickasaw special both times so I'm gonna get that venison stew I'm gonna time. get the Chickasaw special next time I go because I love to eat a lot of food <laughs> and you will get it with that and they also have really good cookies um, oh, so okay. yeah it's I and it's just such a nice place to be the environment of the cafe it's you know a casual cafe yeah. and but it's really pretty because you know chickasaw uh, cultural center is perched right on the edge of the chickasaw national recreation area mm-hmm. which is just beautiful forest so it's a really nice experience to go eat there and yeah. then of course you look it's an at amazing the, museum the, yeah no yeah. the museum is wonderful wonderful gift shop of course that whole area right. i just i love sulfur so it's it was a lot of fun. I mean, you can make you can make an entire weekend out of going down to that area. There's so much to do. That's and, awesome. And I would go to that restaurant multiple times. <laughs> I will be back. I feel like the same is true of of Chalk Talk because it's Absolutely. right there. It's not in Durant, but it's near Durant, so you've got the, uh-huh. all of that stuff right there. But how was that? I haven't been to that museum yet. I'm excited uh-huh. to go. It was. It's beautiful. The Champouli Cafe. The right? champ- yeah. Champouli, mm-hmm. which means delicious, and it is accurate. <laughs> um, I had so uh, Tanya, the the head chef. She actually comes from um, Louisiana. She mm. was trained as a chef there, yeah, and was eventually brought to Oklahoma by the by the Choctaw Nation. And they taught at that time. They taught her how to make all of the the standard, you know, Choctaw traditional dishes. But of course, she brought her own like Louisiana flair. So, uh, like a lot of times, they'll have specials. that's like etouffee, and um, and spi- they her spicy catfish is on the menu all the time. And that's really good. But um, one of my favorite things about Champouli is that they um, try to utilize the um, Choctaw, like the different programs that the yeah. nation is doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like they have uh, produce grown by uh, the nation, and then they actually recycle the seeds afterwards to to save these uh, traditional plants and everything. And then they also have the Choctaw ranches grows all of their like beef yeah. and and everything. So it's just like it's not only are you learning about their culture, but you're actually helping to like continue the yeah. cycle of of their culture. So it's really beautiful. I just I just love it. That's awesome. Yeah. I've wow. been to Champouli before, and I. Just have to say, I'm the number one uh, grape dumpling fan. Oh my gosh, their grape dumplings are oh, so yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. They were like so hot, but I was like, I don't care. I'm eating them anyway. I could eat a whole yeah. They're bucket. delicious. They're, I love those are. things so mm-hmm. much. If I you f- haven't had grape dumplings, that's reason enough to go. Yeah. They're so good. I forgot to mention the ch- the cafe staff at Chickasaw Nation. They also host like all these classes and things where you oh, can like that's cool. in the spring, you know, go out to the gardens and like mm-hmm. harvest stuff and then come back in and make a salad oh, you know wow. it's that there's a lot of really that's something i also love about these restaurants at museums is they tie in you know yeah. education a lot mm-hmm. of the time yeah absolutely yeah. that was a big one with mine because i did cafe contemporary right mm-hmm. here uh-huh. and they're like right now only for another couple of weeks but like they have this soul as a wanderer exhibit up right now and so they have like a coffee drink to go with that that that's, drink sounded so i know good. i don't even remember it was like rosemary and something it else 
and almond. Yeah, thing, yeah, it and, sounded really uh-huh, good. Yeah. We should let's just go over there. I right still, now. <laughs> yeah. Last time I went there, they were closed for some. That was when you and me went. Yeah, we were gonna go. I yeah. want one of those campfire cookies. I do too. We went over there to get campfire cookies, and we totally struck out. They were closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that I know that sounds. It's like a cook. It's like a chocolate chip cookie with like a, lit, a literal s'more in the uh-huh. middle of it. Like I don't even know how you would make that. But Kirsten, who runs the place, she started off as a cookie maker. Like, that's how she came into it, because she had this business making cookies, and they got wind of it over at Oklahoma Contemporary, and they were like, why don't you come run our cafe? And she was like, okay, and she's killed it. Like, she's done a great job. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I love that place. And that's just a great, like, I don't know if you listeners have been to Oklahoma Contemporary yet or not, but you should go. And. Cafe Contemporary, you can just bring your uh, laptop and they like, want set you up to. Shop yeah, they there. literally want yeah. you to come and like work and hang out. They've got like a work room you can go into and like be you know mm-hmm. concentrate and stuff. It's great. They like want people to come work there and hang out. Not a love. better place to be creative than, uh, no. than an art museum. Yeah. I know, right? Uh, yeah, and they have a lot of like good sandwiches and yeah. and soups and things. I feel like, like you could legit spend a whole day there getting work done. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll go work over there the rest of the day. I think that's <laughs> nice. Yeah, podcast adjourned. <laughs> not quite. Not, not, not quite. quite. Um, can I ask a question before we move on to events, though? Yeah. Did you guys, because we talked about JanFeb, and it's a good mm-hmm. issue, and I hope people will pick it up because it really, I'm, I'm excited about it because mm-hmm. uh, breakfast and brunch and, mm-hmm. and FAPSI, the, the Food and yeah. Agriculture Product Center at OSU, there's a whole story about that. There's a whole story about mushrooms. It's fascinating. Mm, fascinating. Um, but I wanted to know if there was a, a food story that we did just this whole year, this whole past year that you guys really liked or a place that you – or and or a new restaurant that you tried – that you started, you tried for the first time this past year that you really enjoyed? Uh, well, what immediately stands out to me that mm-hmm. I didn't work on this story, but uh, Becky Carmen wrote the uh, the Thai food story. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's yeah, good. Uh, and the, the cover of that was really beautiful. I loved that cover. So yeah. I'll, I, think, I won't forget that story. And she did a great job of just sort of capturing the sort of unique um, culture around uh, Thai restaurants in the, in the totally. United States. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Um, like it's a whole like diplomatic thing that they, that they do. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of different uh, perspectives on Thai food mm-hmm. uh, that she touched on. So uh, that's a recommended read. I yeah. Think. Yeah. I like that story, too, because it kind of blew up the whole authentic thing. Yeah. Right. Like we talk a lot about how people just insist on things being authentic and like it, like you're not in. Like you're not in Thailand. Like it's not authentic. Yeah. Automatically not authentic. Like mm-hmm. you know, Here's and the they never claimed to Thailand. be. You know, they yes. were like, "This is our version of this food with the ingredients we can get and things we found in America that we think are better." Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like there, there are no claims to authenticity whatsoever. Uh, one place that I do want to go that I uh, learned about from our magazine <laughs> is the study over on uh, Film Road. The wine bar. The wine bar. Like yeah. I think it sounds so fun to have to sit down and be like, "This is what I'm looking for." Mm-hmm. in a wine and have someone you know just it's very well curated selection of wines um yeah. i people i know who have been there love it and so i have plans to go there maybe sometime this month or <laughs> She's next <got> month plans. <laughs> well, i have plans if you're not a wine person you uh, might they, be well I, what i'm saying is like you can just tell them like well i'm feeling festive and yeah. enthusiastic yeah. today what what wine would yeah. pair with that yeah. like, and yeah. they'll tell you like you no. don't need to know yeah, anything yeah you don't about need that. to know what it means uh-huh. when someone says full body uh-huh. merlot yeah, like you don't uh, need to know what that means what i like about it yeah it's not snobby yeah more accessible and not like you know a wine bar. Yeah. I hang yeah. out with Fraser. Yeah, you know, I hang out with Fraser. <laughs> he just—he seems like a snob. Oh, yeah. you know? I think that's the For, joke, isn't it? For sure. yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like just don't just don't pronounce it Merlot and you'll be fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, or do or Call do, and they will not Pino. say boo to you. Peanut, 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 Grigio. Call it anything you want. Just be like, give me that some of that red juice. <laughs> <laughs> red juice. Uh, so uh, you mentioned something that Becky wrote, and I also I know it's this issue, but I just love the readers. Got tired and auto story. Them on it's, yeah. it's like. Why would you expect to have delicious food at this tire and auto center? Well, you in will. Tulsa, and yeah. it's like it's it sounds amazing. I know. I want to that food sounded so good and mm-hmm. I want to like go. I just want to like next time I need an oil change, I'm just going to go to Readers <laughs> Auto and Tire yes. and uh-huh. get an oil change yeah. and yeah. Eat. pizza pocket. Delicious yeah. pizza And thanks pocket. Becky for keeping us up on Tulsa happening. I know. We love Becky Carmen. Sure. Um I still it's been months 
Um, that was my mom calling. Um, it's been months since I since we did it, but I still kind of can't stop thinking about Reba's place. Mm. Reba's yeah, place yeah. was, was some, really good. Yeah. We were talking about Choctaw beef so earlier. Fun. That's Choctaw yeah. beef. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really good food, and we had a ball. I that's like some of the most fun I've ever had doing a story. Actually, like yeah. we had a good time that day. I loved her niece. Oh, Garrett. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's reason enough to go. I think because you just meet this little like mini Reba. Because mm-hmm. she sounds like her. She looks like her. She's a complete hoot. She, she was, was cracking me up the whole cool. time we were there. Yeah, she was a lot and of fun. And that food was, man, that mm, is good. good food. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. And there's a couple things on the menu. Like, you can you can spend money there, but you can oh, yeah. get out of there for what you would get out for any other restaurant, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I want to take, I think... Oh, this will have, this we're recording this before Christmas, so it's fine. Uh, I want to. I think one of the things I'm going to do for Christmas this year is I'm going to put in my mom and my sister-in-law's stockings. That like, hey, we'll pick a day and go to Reba's. Oh, oh yeah. fun! Yeah, That's right. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I think that'd be fun. Like mm-hmm. a weekday, mm-hmm. right? Like, don't try to like not try to go on a weekend. Yeah, it's great. Get there for lunch, but yeah, like like I'll take a Wednesday off work and we'll go down and have lunch at Reba's and mm-hmm. come back. Yeah. Um, but that it was it was great. You know those celebrity restaurants. It's always a little bit like oh, I'll see. Right. But yeah. It was really good. Passes it was, the test. We we have a, you know we have a few good celebrity restaurants in yeah. our state. I will say. Yeah, I thought Old Red was good. Mm-hmm. Oh like, yeah. Like I had I've oh, yeah. had good meals there. I've heard pe- I've heard. I've heard, heard people complain, but I've heard had nothing but great food there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes people just like to complain. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially about celebrity restaurants yeah. because the standard is so high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it was a good issue. Mm-hmm. And it's been, it was a good yes. year of issues. And there's a lot of good food in Oklahoma. Yes. And the January, February issue, that will be, uh, if it's not on newsstands now, it will be soon. And it's shipping yeah. to subscribers. One more quick one. Sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, do you have a restaurant that you haven't tried yet that 2024 is the year you're going to try it? Like, Well, I already mentioned the tab. The tavern. Yeah. Yeah. Carly, about you? Oh, I'm sure there are a bunch of them, but I cannot think of any off the top of well, no, 39. 39. Oh, yeah. yeah, Fam. We ate there during the winter art market. It was really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I ate there when when we were photographing the food. (laughs) Uh, Part of the job. Yeah. Yeah. Brand. That was great. Yeah. Um, But I want to go to Formosa Mm. on 23rd Street because I still haven't been there, which is silly because it's pretty close to my house. And also, I still have never uh, been to Amelia's in Tulsa. Really? Oh, I haven't either. Megan, you and I should go. We should go. Like, there, you know, there are five, like, I want to eat at every restaurant. So (laughs) uh, that's a hard, it's hard for me to narrow it down. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, there are several places in Tulsa that I can't think of right now. I want to get a, a pickle pizza somewhere. Mm, Fairweather Friend here has a really good one. Yeah, yeah. that's another yeah. Fairweather Friend. I have not had their pizza. Yeah. And, oh, and Bar Arbolata. I've never had that cheeseburger. Oh, it's so good. So, I, we had it this well, year. Well, you have to go to uh, Flycatcher Club because uh, that is uh, Bar Arbolata. I love Bar Arbolata, but it can get kind of busy. Uh-huh. Flycatcher Club is their spinoff oh, uh, yeah. restaurant that is uh, by Fairweather Friend. And uh, you, have, can, you can get the bar Arbolata burger there. Oh, okay. nice. Okay. Good it's tip, really then. good. Yes. It's really good burger. Mm-hmm. Like, Brian and I went there once and split one, and I was like, are you going to eat your half of the Like, <laughs> Alton Brown did call it the he best called, cheeseburger in America. He's not completely wrong. I don't know about best in America, but he's, it's a really, really, really good burger. It, it's, yeah. it's A plus. My thing, I haven't been to Sedalia's. Which oh, just yeah, won a James Beard Award. Yeah, I, haven't I haven't been there either. Yeah, so uh, I'm, or not a James Beard Award, a uh, uh, Bon Appetit, best new restaurant in America. Mm-hmm. I haven't been. Um, so that's that's on my list for 2024. I, I think we need to go to lunch. I, I think <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, I know. I'm going to get that plate of meat out. I mean, it's like 10.30, We've right? got some of that. Is it only 10.30? I'm very hungry, yeah. so let's go ahead and plumb uh, those depths. Plumb the depths of TravelOK.com's weekly or calendar. Sorry. Plum the depths of TravelOK.com's calendar for our weekly pod vents. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and start us off today. Ooh, nice. I'm going to change it up. And that's because I know food is a divisive topic sometimes. So <laughs> I want to talk about, I want to stop the divisiveness. I want to talk about something I know everyone loves, and that is Congress. <laughs> no, yep. I'm not talking about the suits in Washington. The only kind of bills that will be passed here are between the types of people who like hamburgers, steaks, and tacos. The Cattlemen's Congress started in 2020 at Oklahoma City State Fairgrounds as a way for cattle breeders and ranchers to show off their stock. 
More than 2,700 breeders will be showing off 10,000 head of cattle, which will include Red Angus, Brangus, Brahmins, as well as Texas Longhorns and Shorthorns. The party got started this past weekend, but showings will continue through next Thursday. Mingle among cattle lovers and maybe even make a new beef bestie. As an aside, they have a surprisingly strong merch game. So check out their online store on their website. They have some great-looking T-shirts. I really recommend it. You can find that, plus a full schedule of showings and events. There are hundreds of things going on uh, during this two-week extravaganza. So you can check it all out on their website at cattlemanscongress.com. Admission is free to the public. Call 405-235-0404 for more information. How do you become an extravaganza? Do you have to be a vaganza first? Uh, you know, extravaganza, I can't define it, but like when I see vaganza. it, I know it. <laughs> you already have to have some vaganza, yeah. and then you have extra vaganza, and that's an extravaganza. Yeah, well, there's a certain, certain threshold of vaganza. You like we're off-brand here exceed. now. Yes. <laughs> Well, Nate, uh, do you have an event that you'd like to share with I us? I do. Hey, do you guys know why they call them the Great Plains? No. Because no. they're, they're great. Uh, which is all the reason you really need to visit the Great Plains State right. Park near Mountain Park in southwestern Oklahoma. And like we talked about in last week's interview with Sterling, uh, our state parks are pretty great. So much so that this one even has the word in its name, Great Plains State Park. It's not just a plain state park. It's a great plain state park. It is. It's a great park. It's not a plain state park. Exactly. Yes. It's a great plain state park. And if you'd like to go out and explore our state parks, New Year's Day is the perfect time to do it. Uh, because, but, because, you know, you want to get out. And we talked about this last week. You want to get out and start your year on the on the right foot. But, but some of us already have plans that day and they involve being hungover and sleeping in. Uh, but that's okay because our friends at Oklahoma State Parks are flexible. And this mm-hmm. year, Great Plains, along with a couple dozen of our other state parks is hosting not just a first day hike but a first week hike yeah i love that idea for those of you who are too hungover to make it out there on january 1st so the event which is today as this airs uh the event begins at the park office and follows the park's aarp oklahoma healthy heart and nature trail for a five mile moderate level walk don't forget to bring binoculars water sunscreen closed-toed shoes good for hiking and a camera and sunscreen and i'm going to say sunscreen again yeah because the sun is your enemy yes uh for more information call 580 Five six nine two zero three two, or visit travelok.com slash state dash parks. I think I want to go to that. Mm-hmm. I haven't explored that park enough. That's like yeah. high on my list of parks I need to get to know better. So I think I might. I think I, January 6th, Great Plains State Park, I think I'm going to go. Yeah, and like I said, or like you mentioned, I think it's a great idea to have hikes throughout the week. Yeah. Because sometimes you can't make it on the first. Well, you know, sometimes you're watching the Rose Bowl Parade. Uh, exactly. Right? And you yeah. can't, yeah, so that's fine. And you've got black eyed peas to make, I understand. That's right. Totally. Oh, do you guys do that? Uh, I do no. it. Okay. Or my mom does it. You know a good way to do it? Go to Homeland and get their Oklahoma caviar. Mm. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Delicious, anyway. Uh, Carly, what's your event? American Eagle, stay away from me. American <laughs> Eagle, birdie, let me be. It makes sense that the men who penned and performed these words were Canadian. How else could they treat our national symbol like a common grackle? But don't worry, neither the Guess Who nor Leonard Kravitz will be in attendance at the beloved annual Arcadia Lake Eagle Watch, where they know how to respect majestic avians as they deserve. This time of year, the eagles stop at this Edmund Park along their migration route. During January 5th through 7th, stop by the office and you'll find helpful tips for spotting the birds and find out about other cool sites to check out along the 26 miles of shoreline. Full disclosure, I went last year and I didn't see any eagles, but I did see a ton of really cool shorebirds mm. and other critters. So it's free. So you're going to get your money's worth no matter what. <laughs> Call 405-216-7471 for more info or just show up at the park yeah. and drive around because it's a cool park. It is a cool park. Those things, mm-hmm. that's what they think are fun. Uh-huh. Like... It's especially exciting when you see an eagle, yes. but even when you don't, it's nice to be out in nature. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I just want to make it clear that there is no guarantee of eagle sightings. Right. Yeah. But. Then there's no money back. Like if no. you don't see an eagle, you don't get no. your zero dollars that you paid in a refund. That's exactly. okay. But think of how thrilled you'll be if you do see one. Right. No. Right. Yes. It's worth it. It's worth the risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan, what is your event today? Um, Cher, Prince, Jesus, Cleopatra, Beyonce, Shaggy, Plato. Voltaire, Barbie, 
Zendaya. The, the All my idols. Yes. The <laughs> ubiquity of some cultural icons, and in some cases, sons of God, is so great that they need only go by one name. On January 6th and 7th, prepare to meet another. As the mononymous host of the Oklahoma City Spirit Fair and a certified hypnotist and Reiki master, Cindy is going to rock your metaphysical realm for two days and $7 admission at the Reed Conference Center. Here, guests will bask in the sound baths, communicate with angels and departed loved ones, learn how to use cacao for spiritual purposes, talk about UFOs, get astral astrological insights into the new year and they can even shop for crystals jewelry books and other cool stuff anything goes in cindy's domain for more information visit spiritfair.com i've always wanted to go to that well i have to i just think it's funny that the website it's like hosted by cindy i really need like, to meet cindy and there's no last name cindy has no last name all i could think like, is the cindy the cindy <laughs> it is cindy c-y-n-d-y cindy oh Oh, she is a UCO graduate. Wow, like me. How did you? Know, she's from Oklahoma. You know she is. Yeah. <laughs> how did you know she's a UCO graduate? Because it says so on the website. Oh, okay. Nice. You gotta have I was like, how did you look her up? There's yeah, no. There's yeah. there's a page about Cindy. On Facebook, it just says Cindy. It's just Cindy. <laughs> I like, bet that is a really. I genuinely think it's probably it, a really fascinating. I event. think it's uh-huh. re- probably very fun, and yeah. I would like to go. I mean, I love crystals and all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how to do anything with them, but. I like them. I, I hold but them on in the my, day I learn, yeah, I hold them in my hands and I look at them. <laughs> I think that's what they're. I think that's what you're supposed to do with them. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, you could you could do whatever. I you mean, want. just sometimes those stones have like, like you know, relaxes insecurity. Like I'm holding yeah, it, yeah. I don't feel less insecure. But okay. Yeah. I you mean, don't have a powerful enough more, crystal. Exactly. Yeah, you need an industrial size crystal. I need to buy more crystals. You need to charge yeah. it. Yeah. Cindy can hook you up. Yes. Ask Cindy. I want to meet Cindy. Well, if her people, she's very hard to get close uh-huh. to. Her, yeah. you know, she won't even tell people she's her last a, name. She's a yeah. one-woman industry, frankly, mm-hmm. like right. Brittany. Uh, well, <laughs> transitioning, it's time for uh, the star of the show. Is it not Cindy? Well, you know, Cindy <laughs> can make a good argument, but I've got someone even better. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Bridget, because uh, not only does she put up with us each week, but she did uh, prepare the new uh, theme song. Yeah. Yes, she did. The uh, the new look, my yep. new logo. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to hear and see this. Yeah, yeah. exciting. Uh, I think you have heard it. You've heard oh, the new music. <laughs> yeah, well, we played, sure played it for you guys. Yes. Okay. It, it was played, liked it. It played to start the show, which we can all definitely hear in real time. Yeah, it's diegetic. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> if you like the show and you still can't get enough, head to OklahomaToday.com or pick up our latest issue on newsstands right now. Send your feedback to OKTPod at TravelOK.com. We'll talk to you again next week. The Oklahoma Today podcast is a production of Oklahoma Today magazine and the Oklahoma Tourism and Recreation Department. Yeah. Why am I laughing? Because <laughs> it's hilarious. Your hosts are Oklahoma Today editors Nathan Gunner, Carly Ibarra, Megan Rossman, and Ben Lucian. Theme. <laughs> I don't know why. It's so funny. Theme song. It's, it's like an episode of the pro- Carol Burnett show <laughs> in here. Exactly. Theme song editing and production help by Oklahoma Today's production manager Bridget Sloan. For more information, visit OklahomaToday.com. <laughs> oh, you were really struggling. I don't not know to why. Last <laughs> it's just I'm in a good mood. I guess. I know. We need Carly to do her thing. Or we Hello, 2024. <laughs> uh, I'm about to go get my teeth cleaned.